Chapter Twelve of Eighty Seven by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twelve Circles. There's no use in talking," said Miss Putnam, giving a vigorous stir to the sugar in her coffee and taking an energetic bite from her muffin. I knew it couldn't be done. There are certain things you can do in some places, and in some you can't. There are only two kinds of people here. Part of them are so crowded to death with work that they haven't time for anything else, and part of them are so completely tuckered out amusing themselves that they can't think of anything else. The last thing in life they want is a literary society. If it was a new kind of dance, they would be here before breakfast to see how to get it up. And they'd have the thing cut and dried by night, and meet somewhere to hop it out. I wouldn't be afraid to venture every muffin on this table that you were asked if part of the time wasn't to be spent in dancing. Miss Force's eyes, as well as her mouth, laughed out at this. It was mentioned once or twice, she said demurely. There, said Miss Putnam, with an emphasis which required the laying down of knife and fork, just as she was about to cut a bit of steak. I knew it as well as though I had been along with you once or twice if you would say a dozen times i venture you would be nearer the truth it does beat all this place does for dancing if there is a class of beings which the creator made with brains located in their heels and toes and with just enough to keep em flopping around all the time they live in this village people can't come together to plan about a church supper or fair without after they have talked for a half hour or so pushing back the tables and setting to work, as though spinning about in each other's arms was the real thing to accomplish, and the other was just a side issue. And if you try to get up anything under the sun, somebody, after the first five minutes, will be sure to say, hadn't we better plan for a little dancing to amuse the young folks? I'm sick of it. One night our minister got waked up a little. He had been away for a week, and attended a prayer meeting where the people did something beside hiding behind posts and looking at their watches after they got there and he called a sort of council to discuss ways of getting young people enough interested to come out to prayer meeting when he explained what he wanted there was a dead silence if he had asked them to plan a way for the young people to discover the channel to the north pole they couldn't have looked more dismayed and the very ones who had done all the talking only the night before, when they were planning an oyster supper, and knew just exactly what must and must not be attempted, sat as dumb as oysters. I had been pretty well wrought up the night before, and my nerves hadn't cooled down yet, so I burst into the awful pause with this suggestion. After we have had fifteen minutes or so of prayer meeting, if we'd move back the seats and close up with a little dance, I think likely they'd come miss force laughed so that the coffee cup she was in the act of carrying to her mouth trembled and nearly lost its balance you don't mean you spoke those words out in the council i do mean just that and a pretty sensation it created i heard that some of them thought i was very irreverent i don't understand why if dancing is everlastingly the proper thing why not have it to help draw the only places in this town where they don't have it weekdays are prayer meetings and funerals, and our young people apparently look upon those occasions as equally doleful. Well, so you didn't get a recruit for your literary effort? 
not a positive promise several are considering it i think some would have joined had they not been slightly suspicious of it they seemed to think it was a scheme for money-making just so and who was to make the money fifty cents a year for mapping out a course of reading and seeing that the books are ready for you and sending bushels of papers through the mail to you must furnish an immense income certainly somebody ought to get rich by it somehow was the somehow made plain to you not very said miss force with another laugh she enjoyed this breezy talk as only a bright merry-hearted girl could miss putnam was a positive elixir to her some of the ladies thought the books ought to be furnished free of expense of course they ought the idea of expecting people to accommodate you by joining a reading circle and then having to buy their own books it is an imposition you see all reading matter free and a small fee given to each one who gets through a book with the promise of a dance at the end each five lines that's the program you will have to get up if you accomplish anything in this part of the world mark my words i've lived here a quarter of a century and i know oh well that isn't to say that we haven't a few sensible people scattered around many of the boys and girls are hard at work in school doing as much of the literary as their brains will endure of course i leave them out of the calculation then there are some so hard worked to keep up appearances that every breath of life about them has to engage in the struggle you can't expect them to read anything but the fashion plates to see whether after they have spent every inch of leisure time for seven weeks in ripping up their best dress and turning it upside down the fashions have changed so that after all it must be ripped up again and put hind side before such as these haven't time for anything but an occasional dance between the rippings up i'm reasonable i don't expect impossible things but after all these extremes are counted out it does seem as though there might be about two who had a few minutes of leisure and were willing to use their heads instead of their heels but i don't know one the truth is my boy wynne is the most hopeful specimen i know of in the place he reads in a certain line and makes very good use of what he gets the part of the sentence which referred to him had been begun with an amused little laugh but before it ended miss putnam's face was grave and she looked ready to combat earnestly perhaps somewhat fiercely any one who should question her boy wins right to read what he would miss force was at once interested she had been in this home for nearly three months and beyond an occasional nod to win as he passed her with his arms full of wood or with foaming milk pails she had not come in contact with him nor given him a thought the energetic little talk which she had held with him on her ride from the depot had been in consequence of her propensity for talking earnestly in certain lines whatever her opportunity and not because he had awakened a special interest in her mind now however the mention of his name and the statement concerning him recalled certain keen flashes of feeling she had noticed in his eyes that day so win reads does he in what direction dime novels and the like not in my house said miss putnam with a firm setting of her lips no he reads agricultural papers and books everything of that sort on which he can lay his hands and that is not saying a great deal 
i have thought of subscribing to the library in the city for the sake of getting such books as would help him in his notions only there would be the going in after them and the endless temptations which would open to him on every side if i did i've thought it a great wonder that the boy didn't hanker after the city and make excuses to go but he doesn't and i've been so afraid that he would get drawn into mischief that i've actually gone without things i wanted rather than send him in on errands i might get the books for him myself maybe i will when i get waked up to that pitch of interest agricultural papers said miss force thoughtfully that isn't a bad idea of course it isn't these potatoes are not a bad idea either as she spoke she broke one of the flowery things in two and wrapping her napkin around the shell proceeded to eating it a la holland there are no such potatoes in this part of the world except from my garden wynne tried some sort of experiment with the soil and it worked to a charm he would have been quite a boy i believe if he had had half a chance the way he pours over those papers is curious spells out half the words i suppose the poor fellow has been an orphan since he was less than eight if the right kind of people had had him then they might have made something of him he has real good judgment i shouldn't wonder if he made quite a farmer suppose i make a reading circle out of him said miss force with her merriest outburst of laughter i seem to have failed in other directions and i'm bound to have a circle out here i told the girls i would if i read and he reads that will be a society will it not and i said miss putnam you might put me in i read a book occasionally if you must have a reading circle miss force i advise you to take win and me for you won't do better in this region only i do hope the readings will not have to wind up with a dance they shall not laughed miss force and there shall be no expense i'll furnish the books myself and charge no fee very well if in addition you will give us a little present now and then by way of encouragement we may be induced to accommodate you there was more of the talk frothing off into unmitigated fun neither lady having an idea of anything but to amuse the other yet out of it was born the curiosity which prompted miss force to look up that evening just as wynne had placed an armful of wood in her neat little box and was retiring good evening she said pleasantly is it still snowing yes'm and blowing i guess it is going to be a very hard storm shall i put some more wood on the fire if you please isn't an open fire a cheery thing to study by did you ever try it no ma'am in a low grave tone there was something about this brisk girl and her pleasant room and her open fire and her red-covered table piled high with books and papers which made wynne think of a home such a home as he had imagined but never enjoyed there had been a house to which he used to carry milk long ago where a boy of fifteen sat before a red-covered table with the flames from the wood fire on the hearth lighting up his curly head and worked over his books mother near at hand with her sewing and father just at the other side of the table with the newspaper it was a picture wynne had carried with him he thought then that if he had such a place as that he could study 
he looked at miss force's table and thought so again thought it with a sigh what do you do with these long winter evenings not much of anything i read some when i can get things to read that is good provided you make a wise selection careful reading is a very important feature in an education a very faint smile hovered over winter's face he thought that he and this young woman of culture were carrying on this conversation from entirely different levels i don't make a selection he said with quiet sarcasm there's nothing to select from sometimes when the milkman doesn't forget to bring it to me i have a newspaper and i read it through from beginning to end advertisements and all then sometimes i read it all over again just for the sake of having something to do a capital idea provided it was worth reading in the first place but if you would like something else i have a few books which i might lend you winter glanced over at the neat shelf filled with books and smiled it seemed to him that miss force had a great library thank you he said and simple as the words were they conveyed a great deal there was a sound in them which might almost be translated by the word greedy miss force heard it and said within herself it isn't possible that this boy has to spell out his words readers of that sort never long for more how shall i know what to choose for you she said rising and going toward the shelf what are your tastes have you any books which tell about hotbeds miss force paused with her hand on a book turned toward him and laughed i am afraid not she said i am ignorant in all those directions my opportunities never opened their way miss putnam told me something about your garden i am curious to know one thing do you choose such subjects because all your inclinations point toward them or because circumstances called your attention that way winter's face flushed a little if i should tell it just as it is i might say such subjects chose me it is the one thing i have a chance to work at and i thought maybe i could start a little hotbed if i could get hold of the right way of beginning as for liking it the one thing i resolved when a little fellow that i'd certainly never be was a farmer i never shall love it amazingly but what can a fellow do perhaps a fellow couldn't possibly do better than that but he wants to be sure of it i am going into town to-morrow after school and i'll try to find what you need at the library i think a hotbed is an excellent idea miss putnam would be pleased i know she is very proud of her garden meantime my friend why don't you go systematically to work to get the sort of education which will help you to be a farmer of general intelligence one who can command the respect of his neighbors on other subjects as well as farming how can i the words were spoken almost fiercely there is no way to begin it is nonsense to talk about my going to school and i've no books nor brains to start with all that is nonsense said miss forrest quietly there is no old saying truer than where there is a will there is a way there is nothing to prevent your going to school to yourself every evening in that neat kitchen downstairs you know i would be willing to lend you the few books you need to start with for i have just offered and as for brains 
if you had none you would not care about having lost a good deal of time already and i can see in your face that you do care when a sensible person has made a misstep the thing for him is to undo as much of the mischief as he can as quickly as he can it is the only way he has of showing a difference between himself and a fool it was a hazardous sentence she knew nothing of any missteps of his had never heard of mrs josiah griggs and a runaway but something about him suggested the fancy that he was brooding over what might have been End of chapter twelve